Last week, our partners at the Phoenix Business Journal were reporting on the fact that the Valley has dropped out of the top 10 of the Milken Institute's list of best-performing large cities, from number 8 in 2023 to number 18 in 2024. And this is after finishing at number 4 on the 2022 list. Phoenix saw slight drops in many of the categories used by the Milken Institute to measure the economic performance of large metros, but the city's ranking for short-term job growth saw a particularly large decrease, falling from 56th last year to 110th. And joining us this morning is Valley economist Jim Rounds of Rounds Consulting, uh, trying to grade this grading system. Uh, Jim, is the, the thanks for getting up early with us. Is the Valley really faltering economically? Um, yeah, thanks for having me. I, no, it's not. This study is massively flawed. Um, what, what happens when you have these studies that try to look at data across the entire nation, you have to be very general. You can't like look at things that are specific to a community. Otherwise, you can't evaluate hundreds of cities. And so they looked at, they looked at things in the wrong way uh, so they could publish something that you know, looked really pretty on the website. It shows a map with the different colors of the rates of growth. But it's, this is something I would never reference in any report that I'd be producing here. Is there anything about Milken Institute's assessment that you do agree with? Um, I agree with the fact that we should be top 20. I mean, we're talking about a couple of hundred uh, 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 metro areas, so 18 isn't all that bad, but we really should be top 10. But there's a couple of just very simple things when you think about it. So they, they look at the job growth from a lot of it was weighted on 2022. So it's already looking at older growth. Well, that's coming after the COVID recession. And like we've talked about before, when you come out early, like Arizona did, you post really strong rates of growth early, and then you go back to normal. In 2022, a lot of the lagging states, like Hawaii, who has just a terrible economy, were all of a sudden jumping up in the top five and the top 10 because they posted strong rates of growth when you start to recover late, and then they're going to be posting more normal rates of growth in a couple of years. So a lot of it has to do like with fourth grade math, and they, they should have known this. This is something that's pretty basic. So they're saying this is where Phoenix stands. If we didn't make any adjustments for a global pandemic, and we looked at the numbers from two years ago, and we ignored all the high-tech growth that the Phoenix area has enjoyed over the last couple of years, and based on all that, we are still 18. So even though they really screwed this up badly, we're still top 20. Yeah, there is that. Uh, We're talking with Valley economist Jim Rounds about the Milken Institute's list of best performing large cities, which has Phoenix falling out of the top 10 after being at number four a couple of years ago. One of the places that uh, they didn't rank us very well is housing affordability. They said that was a negative factor and Phoenix ranked at number 103 in the country for that. Do you do agree, though, that housing affordability is still an issue here, right? It is, and we have to do something about it. But it, it, housing affordability is an issue pretty much across the country. Um, it's something that all the cities and all the states are going to have to deal with. Um, when you have faster-growing states like um, Arizona and faster-growing regions like the Phoenix area, you're going to have a little bit more pressure. You're going to see price fluctuations a little bit more in the housing market than you would see in other places. There were no adjustments for the for the, the faster-growing places versus others. There were no adjustments for some of the communities that have been kind of stagnant for a little while. So the housing affordability, of course, has been better, but it's because their economy has been weaker. So there, there's some contradictions within the study. And I, I don't mean to blast it. This, Yes, I do. I, I mean to blast it because it makes it, blast away, it, Jim. It, 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 it sends it gives the it gives the wrong impression. It gives people, uh, although it gives some of the you know top five uh, 
regions some talking points. I guess um, some of the lawmakers in those uh, regions can pat themselves on the back for uh, the Milken Institute doing a bad job with its analysis. Uh, one one last thing on the housing affordability. Do you do you agree with the, the free market thinkers that say we need to build across the board, not just focus on affordable housing? Because by creating lots of housing for all groups, you end up helping affordable housing in the long run? Yes and no. So we have to build housing across the board. We have to, exactly like you said, you build an extra home for one group, it'll uh, make another uh, um, unit available elsewhere. But the the problem is, is that no matter what the, the status of the market is, the market without subsidies will never produce the lower income housing, you know, the, the, the for housing for the families with lo- very low incomes. And in those cases, you have to do some subsidies. And there's some clever ideas at the Capitol now, even we're working on a couple uh, with the League of Cities and Towns. Um, I'm not seeing a lot of momentum, but there's some ways of fixing this. It's just going gonna, gonna to take a little while, but it, 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 has to do, it has to do with our growth. It has to do with the fact that uh, we were really hit during the Great Recession hard, and then we overbuilt, and then we underbuilt for a very long time, and now we're having to play catch-up again. So a lot of this goes back, you know, even 15 years. But we will, we will do better, and I, and I guarantee, I mean, we can, we, can, we can bank on this one. Next year, if we do the same interview, I think the Phoenix area is going to jump back up to the top 10. Okay, very good. Thanks a lot. Jim Rounds there of Rounds Consulting, a, a Valley economist, uh, commenting on what he doesn't think is a very good report. <laughs> the Milken Institute taking Phoenix out of the top 10 of its best-performing large cities.